and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host, Louise Clark. I'm a parent coach and mindfulness coach and mum to three teenagers, and I know just how hard parenting can be. We can all struggle with things like kids not listening, them being on their devices all the time, nagging, the witching hour. It can all leave us at our wits end. In this podcast, I share stories, thoughts, wisdom and advice to help you find ways to deal with your struggles, to get you back on track and feeling more joy, energy and inspiration in your role as a parent. I'd like to ask you a question. What do you think is the main cause or reason that challenges the parent-child relationship? What one thing do you think comes between the parent and the child that challenges the connection? And I'll bet it's not what you think it is. According to Dr. Shafali Sabari, the number one obstacle in the parent-child relationship is fear. And in this episode 18, I'm going to be discussing fear and everything about it. Think about it. There's few things that we've ever taken on that are as scary as being a parent. We, we have a baby our first child, we've never done it before. It's all new, everything's new. And so many situations that we're in, we are scared about. It really is an incredible place to be. I mean, every day is a new day with with each child. You know, I I have a 17-year-old, a 15-year-old and a 13-year-old. I've never had my 17-year-old tomorrow. So I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. It could be something new, something I've never faced before, and it might be scary. So whatever it might be, much of the time where we are triggered and we think we are simply frustrated, impatient, or we're angry about something, I'd like to challenge you to look deeper, look beneath. Remember that iceberg that there's so much more beneath the surface. Because all of these emotions that we can feel, like frustration, impatience, or or anger, they often stem from fear. Think about these situations that I'm going to to run through here. You know, you might be a mum who's had a toddler who had a monumental meltdown in the supermarket and gave you an Oscar-winning performance, them lying on the floor. Excuse me. Or you may have seen a mother have to deal with this. The thing that comes to to the surface is the frustration and the embarrassment and the shame. But underneath that is the fear, like, oh my goodness, what is everyone going to think of me? What does it say about me as a mom when my child's having this fit on the floor? So fear underpins that one. Another example, your teenager comes home, he's in grade 11, and you know he's decided to go into um, something and wants to follow a science route, and you know he needs his math, and he comes home and he says he's failed his end-of-term math exam. What does your teenager need in that moment? They need compassion, they need support, they need a bit of empathy, but what happens is we get triggered by fear, like, oh my goodness, he's failed his test, he might not get into the university he wants to get into, he's not going to be able to do the science, and we let ourselves go down this fear route, or, you know, your 10 or 11 year old might come home 
and he's been caught shop shoplifting. He might have lifted a gummy bear from the corner store on his way home from school with a few of his friends. It's fear that triggers our reaction there. We're fearful. What's going to happen? What does this say about him? What does it say about me? It's scary. Or your daughter decides she comes down the stairs and she's borrowed some clothes from a friend and she wants to wear what you think is a horrifically skanky looking outfit to the mall on Saturday. It's hard not to be triggered by fear. You know, you, you'll go to the, oh my goodness, what does she look like? I hope, you know, other, what, what do other people think? What, what are boys going to think when they look at her? What are older men going to think about when they look at her? And we can be caught in this place of fear and it's hard not to be scared. But here's the thing. Kids are like bloodhounds when it comes to fear. They can sniff it from a mile off. And so can we. Think about it. If you're on a, I'm going to think of something out the blue here. If you're on a boat, we live on the coast and we sometimes go out boating with people. And I've yet to have this happen. But if I was a passenger on a boat and the guy driving the boat was not confident and we hit uh, big waves or we hit a situation where he was feeling challenged, if he was showing his fear and not confident, I would not be happy being led by him in the boat. Now, kids are the same. If, they're sn if they sniff our fear and we're seen to be the parent, we're seen to be the one that lead, and we are going to anxiety and fear and being scared, what's it going to do for them? It's going to shatter their confidence in us. So we have to be very, very careful with how we manage our fear. Think about it. Fear is usually um, triggered in us because we think about something that happened before that didn't go well, so we worry that it's going to happen again. Or we worry about if fear is, is created in the future. There are future thoughts like like the teenager, your teen coming home having failed his math exam. You go to the future. He won't pass his grade. He might have to reset the grade. He might not get into university. They're all future projections about what's happened in the present moment. So fear takes us out of the present moment. And when we are not attuned to and connected to what's happening in front of us and what's really needed in the moment, your teenage son who's just failed his math does not need you to be triggered by fear. He needs you to support him where he is, in the as-is, in the moment. The reality is he's probably terrified himself that he's failed his math and worried and nervous and, and probably a bit ashamed at the fact he's, he's failed his exam. So what does he need you to bring to him in that moment? He does not need us to be triggered by fear and go down that road. So my advice to you is pay attention to this. If this is all new to you, have a think about it and think about a situation where you've reacted recently and see if you can trace it back to a fearful thought. So we need to pay attention to it and we need to be able to recognize when we have let fear drive us. Fear's okay. A little bit is good. We need a little bit of fear sometimes, but too much can, can render us incapable of being able to manage the situation in front of us in the present moment. It triggers us. We go into fight, flight, or freeze, and we don't often need to be in that place, but we get taken there. It's okay to have a bit of fear. We need to accept it, 
in the moment. And if possible, try and rationalize it quickly so we can get back to the present moment so it doesn't obstruct the connection you have with your child. You can see now that it will obstruct the connection you have to your child when the child's on the supermarket floor. It will obstruct the connection you have with your child when they come home and tell you they've failed or they've been caught shoplifting or they want to wear a skanky outfit. We have to go to the, to the present moment and if we are in fear, we can't be present. It's just not possible. So really try and pay attention to this. If you have any questions, do email me. You can reach out at louise at yourparentingpartner.com. I get this. You know, as I said, fear is a normal reaction. We can't avoid it, but we can't let us drive us either. We have to find a way to deal with it. And I find that being aware of it is the first thing I can do. And then the, the more I'm aware of it, the faster I can begin to process it and allow the moment to pass. And then I might deal with my fear. Sure, I, I sometimes we, we can't get over the fear quickly, but in the moment we have to be able to so that we can cater to the moment and what our child needs. So I hope you've learned something from this episode today. If you have, please leave a comment or share the episode on your any of your social media platforms. It would be awesome. And thank you so much for listening to the Parenting in the Thick of It show at parentinginthethickofit.com. Thank you so much. Till next time. Bye-bye.